This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on the podcast on a Wednesday. I'm Jerry, and he, of course, is Al, the star, the new star of Animating Sports, at Animating Sports on Twitter. I don't know if... I will actually enjoy this because the head has swelled a little bit from last night, which I kind of understand. Uh, but we'll see if we can get through 15 minutes or so with the star himself, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are I, you? I probably have the next uh, South Park or Simpsons or Family Guy ready to go with this Al's boring Am I okay if it's like be in your presence? Sure. For at least 15 minutes? I'll allow that, Jerry, certainly. You'll allow to that. To do a podcast. Good. Actually, I'm looking forward to, you know, every Friday, uh, Izzo who works, uh, he works in a different department at the Tom radio Izzo, station, yes. Tom Izzo, but he puts together the flashback Fridays right. that we put out on Friday. And he gives them to uh, us during the week so that we can comment on them, and then he put pieces it all together for a lovely product on the Friday podcast. Well, this week I just listened to a montage of calls from our old favorite Lou in Staten Island had called Richard Near a number of times and was... Not easily understandable. Right. And uh, that will be in this uh, week's Flashback Friday. So I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. You don't, you don't like those? No, I don't want to hear him with Richard Neer. No, well, it's from the Boomer and Carton show. Oh, then that's okay then. But we were playing a montage of his calls to Richard Neer. Oh, I see. Got it. And then one where I played a character where I was talking to Lou myself. I was being a Bacha Gloop Jones I think uh, I remember that. I pretend the Giants play. That's right. I remember that. So but it's very who, good. Who was that caller today that actually made me laugh out loud in the newsroom when I was by myself this yes. morning? You couldn't understand a thing he was saying, and he hung up. I wanted it to continue. No, he didn't hang up. Freaking Boomer clicked him off. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Boomer, sometimes when a call gets very uncomfortable, will find a way to cut the guy off, and that's what he did. I didn't think there was anything uncomfortable about it. It was funny. Right. It was guy was hard to understand. Yeah. So when you call me and you're hard to understand and you sound like you're sleeping or high, you will get put right through. And he was talking to about birds. It was funny. Yes. Well, oh. he was very curious, and this is a great question. You know, there's whatever, however many millions of birds in existence. It's very rare that you see a dead one. Agreed. And he's right. Where do they go? They get eaten. Where do they go? I, I guess you're right. Eaten. I think they get eaten. They must. But it also makes me wonder at the time, and I got a call about this, like when an, like a deer gets hit, they're always on the side of the road. Right. How do they get there? I imagine the impact throws them. Always to the side of the road? It's not always. I ran over one right in the middle of the road once, and I had uh, deer spaghetti hanging off my car. You did tell that story. Uh-huh. That was crazy. Yeah. Disgusting. 
Me and Kevin Burkhart and uh, Brian Monzo driving to the golf course with deer guts hanging off the the back of my car. You ran over God, a dead stunk. Too. You ran over a dead deer carcass. Yes, it was already dead. You that didn't kill it. Correct. But it was in the road. You ran it over. Ran it, it got over all fifty miles an hour. It got all tied up in your underbelly of your yes. car. I, I left the car in the street, and I got the hose, and I sprayed as much of the blood and guts off as I could, and that kind of funneled to the sewer. Unfortunately, uh, when we got back in the car to go play golf, you turn the engine on, there's still blood and guts underneath, and it starts cooking it. Yeah. And it was disgusting. Very disgusting. And Kevin, there. I remember, because he was following us, uh, when we got there, we weren't doing cell phones or anything. We weren't calling one another. We're not, not like that. We got there, goes, you might want to take a look at the back of your car. It looks like you're hanging spaghetti off the bumper. <laughs> it was nasty. Now, if that happened today, Kevin Burkhart would be nowhere near that. If that happened today, Kevin Burkhart would hire a few people to go take care of it for me. <laughs> or just give you a free car that he would just buy you a car. Or tell his driver not to follow me. Driver, do not follow Jerry. <laughs> Get to the golf course your own way. That we'll was, meet him there. That was when Kevin Burkhart was a poor man. He was just a regular dude. A he regular was not a dude. poor man at all. Now he's he was not, very bougie. He's not uh, as bougie as he is now. Right, very bougie. Yeah. Jerry, I saw a study which really kind of threw me off today. Uh, it was done by a uh, a study in Canada. I've heard of Canada. Yeah. So it's, uh, I got in a lot of trouble because I said Canada sucks once. That's not, not nice. Not that I've ever been there, nor do I really care about it. I bet it's beautiful. It. And sometimes people take it take these words They're very so seriously, literally. yes. I've never been... Canada might be the most beautiful country in the world. I have no idea. I hear it's very nice. I'll tell you this. there are never You never really hear like that a country is pissed at Canada. Agreed. Well, that's also they why seem I neutral. think. I, I agree. That's why I think, you know, United States is the best country in America. Good point. You know. You've said that before. Better than Canada. You, you stand by it. I think it's better than Mexico. Definitely. So I stand by those All words. right. Well, a uh, Canadian study did DNA testing on some fast food chicken. Do I want to hear this? You do. I mean, I don't really eat fast food chicken. Okay. But once in a while. Fair perhaps. enough. Uh, what they did is they wanted to see DNA testing what percentage of the chicken was actual chicken. Oh, jeez. So <laughs> they first went to Subway, which I'm a Subway fan. I like Subway. Uh, they went to, they tested the oven-roasted chicken. Uh, the oven-roasted chicken patties, and uh, said the DNA testing showed it averaged 53.6% of actual chicken. What is the other 47%? Well... Just filler? Subway Canada wrote back to them and said, what are you talking about? All of our chicken items are made from 100% white meat chicken marinated, roasted, and grilled. They want to know what these guys are doing. Right. So they tested a Wendy's chicken as well. Uh, that came in at 88%. Wow, okay. Uh, McDonald's chicken came in at 84%. Still like to know where the other 12 and 16% what that is. Yes, both Wendy's and McDonald's also responded. Really? Wendy's grilled chicken sandwich is a whole muscle chicken breast, not reformed or restructured. We use 100% Canadian chicken. For a grilled chicken sandwich... We use juicy all-white meat chicken breast marinated in a blend of herbs. They do say, though, and McDonald's said this as well, we do not provide ingredient percentages as we consider that information to be proprietary. So 
The fast food places seem to be calling BS on this study. This study so is saying... No, there was no response? No answer? No answer back. Oh. Well, that's kind of a downer. I, yeah, I wanted to hear what sure the answer was. who I tend to believe here. Uh, usually you know the they, truth lies somewhere in the middle. Exactly. I was going to say the exact same thing, Jerry. You nailed it. Yeah, well, we've been working together a long time now. The truth is lying somewhere in the middle. So probably not 100% chicken, but not half chicken. What do you only. think, though, is the filler? Well, they say a soy product uh, oftentimes is a filler. But not 47%. It should not be 47%, no. Hmm. But maybe on this, uh, the Wendy's and the McDonald's one that says it was 88% chicken, maybe 12% soy. You know, a lot of times they say they, like, piece together these chicken pieces and they need something to stick it together. Right. And they'll use maybe soy. But the grilled chicken, and I've had these before, the grilled chicken sandwiches at Wendy's do feel like a good firm breast. It does. And delicious. (laughs) As you suckle the Wendy breast, you would say you're happy with it. Now you get the, I've had the grilled chicken at the- When did you date Wendy? (laughs) You just called it a Wendy breast. (laughs) Not Wendy's, a Wendy breast. Oh. Did you ever date a Wendy? No. And were her breasts supple? I've never dated a Wendy. Are you a breast guy? Uh, I do. I'm a, I am a breast guy for sure. You like the breast? Yeah. I'm not a big butt guy. <laughs> like some guys like the butt. I do not. I'm not a butt. There's a lot goes on near the butt that I'm not interested in. So, so you've never, well, never mind. No, I haven't. <laughs> you don't do even know what I was going to say. In that. You don't even know what I was going to say. I'm just saying I'm not a butt guy. I don't find the butt interesting. I don't find the butt sexual. None of those things. You don't find, a, um, say this the right way, you don't find a tight rear in jeans attractive. Yes, I would say yes. But okay, I'm also aware of the reality of what goes on back there. Well, you can say that about a lot of things, though. Yeah, but... Only nice things go on around the breast area. Not really. Sometimes they're breastfeeding. So things have happened there. Right. Things have happened there. Sure. Well, you could say the same thing about the butt. Right. But things have happened there. Yeah, but things happen on a regular basis there. True. That is very true. And when the breastfeeding is finished, it goes back to its normal state. Right. Very true. So the breast area is like ancient ruins. Something happened there maybe a long time ago, but now not. Well, but not only the butt, Mm -hmm. but the other side of the butt. Right. Things happen there regularly. Yeah. It's not great. So really, (laughs) you're limited to a pair of breasts and some kissing. (laughs) Well, listen, you have to deal with the other area, even though things go on there. Right. It's not, but you get you get past that, barely. Right. I mean, whatever you believe in that created man, whether that is a god or uh, we crawled out of the sea, those two things shouldn't be in. There's a lot of uh, important parts concentrated in one neighborhood. That is very true, and I don't like that. I remember one time. We were on a bus. I was a freshman in high school, and it literally took me 15 minutes to understand what the hell the guy said. And there was a conversation in the back of the bus, and we're on our way to the baseball game, and we were talking about, you know, guys, freshmen, maybe we were even sophomores, I don't remember, but we were not seniors or anything like that. It was early stages of high school. 
and guys started really discussing what's going on with certain girls and certain guys. And one of the guys said, you know, I'm very confused by the anatomy, kind of to your point that the butt and the vagina are so close to one another. Very close. And when you look at a guy, you kind of have the butt and the testicles are kind of very near one another. And one of the guys was like, yeah, and then there's that area in between. And a guy stands up and goes, oh, the chin rest. (laughs) Good Lord. Now, (laughs) dude, it took me. And their guys are back there laughing. I felt like I was seven years old. I'm like. Huh, chin, I'm thinking of pull-ups, a chin-up right. bar. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Took me a while to get it. I finally figured it out. Mm. There was no Google back then. No Google. There's nothing to Google there. I figured it out on my own. Yeah, don't you think, like, the butt should be on the bottom of the foot? <laughs> so you want the opening. Of, hold on a second. You want all of that stuff yeah. traveling through your legs. Yes. Ugh, what are we, an apartment building with like, pipes running through the uh the housing? No. And thanks. like you, you in order to go to the bathroom, you would sit down on a comfortable chair, but just put your foot in a bowl. <laughs> Why don't you go home and drill a hole in your foot, see what happens? <laughs> well, that's not gonna work, Jerry. No, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, hmm. you must be <laughs> I'm like a science teacher. Are you the type that if your significant other, and then maybe not now, but yep. if your significant other hasn't showered, mm-hmm. you're out. I'm out. <laughs> you I are. have said that many times. Or and, so, and if I haven't showered, I'm out. Now, I don't mean in three days, but let's say you shower on Friday morning. It's early at 2.30. Right. You're on your way home. You stop and get lunch. And around 5 o'clock, when the mood strikes, is that too long? That or might be it, too long. Hold on, hon. I got to jump in the shower. And then the mood's gone. Yeah, it might be too long. Yeah. So you would. No, it is too long. So you would have yeah, to shower. I would, yeah. And you would instruct her to shower. I would hope there'd be showering. Yeah. Well, Especially, I'm sure for her, she gets up a lot later than you. Right. That's true. But so, if I'm aware that there was bathrooms used throughout the day, that's a definite shower. So you really want the issue with the butt first. Yes shower, now we can have a day. Right. If it happens the reverse, I'm out. 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 Even if you're out having drinks one night down by the ocean or you're on vacation, the mood still doesn't get you and you don't worry about well, that? Well, the, the problem is I'm a very much in my own head anxiety riddled. So it's hard for me to overlook those things. Hard. Occasionally I can. But for the most part, I would say it's hard for me to overlook that. Right, you got to be fun, Al, to overlook it. Yeah, and and thinking of myself also as far as uh, if I had gone to the bathroom earlier in the day, that's not happening. Probably not. And my girlfriend has said to me in the past, she goes, "What is going on back there? <laughs> like, what do you think is going on back there?" And I don't have an answer for that. You really are a prize. Yes. You know what, Al? Sometimes, whether it's a Friday night or a Saturday night, you're just looking to get a piece, aren't you? A piece aren't of, you? A piece of what, Jay? I suggest we turn our attention to, I don't know, maybe a piece of pork. A piece of pork? Or a piece of chicken, perhaps. 100% chicken. 100% chicken. chicken. Is what oh, you're saying. How about a piece of salmon? Oh, I love salmon, I know Jerry. you love salmon. And you know where you can get these fresh pieces of meat from? Where, Jerry? Blue Apron. Now, what is Blue Apron? Well, Blue Apron is only the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the 
country. Is that right? Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they do it so easily, and they've got great variety. Oh, this is the place where I order online, right? right? I tell them what foods I like. Yep. Then they send me like a giant cooler full of food for the week. Yep. Uh, it'll have uh, the various meats and all the ways to prep it. Yes. And how about some of these meals like you could get? Oh. Salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli. Now, don't you do, uh, didn't you do games with salmon piccata? No, no, no. Oh, that was Sal Licata. Sal Licata. Oh, salmon piccata. Salmon piccata. Salmon piccata is a different thing. There's also spicy shrimp coconut curry with cabbage and rice. And no, I didn't call games with Steph Curry. Oh. So nothing like that. Now, this is good because if you're like me who normally eats boring because I can't think of or know how to cook things, Blue Apron sends you all the ingredients. They've already been measured. There's nothing even to measure. Which to me is the best part. If you need a quarter cup of a certain spice, they send you a quarter cup of that spice. Right. Here's the deal, Jerry. It's affordable. Less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with the pre-portioned ingredients to make the delicious home-cooked meals. We've talked about the variety. You were spitting those out at me before, Jerry unique dinner items that you wouldn't have made on your own. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. And Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. And guess what, Jerry? Each meal, step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card, and you're going to be done in 40 minutes or less. And it's all guaranteed Every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right. I call it idiot-proof cooking. It is idiot-proof cooking. That's how easy they've made it. And I've got a deal for you. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash postgame. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to get incredible home-cooked meals of Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash postgame. Jerry. Hmm. Al. I'm trying to figure out how to segue here for you. Just say it. All right. Well, where is this taking place? I'm going to say Germany. No. Uh, It's in Japan, actually. Are you aware? Start with a J. Are you aware of uh, what camel toe is? Yes. You are? Yes. That's where you can see. Like if a woman wears like tight yoga pants, you 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 could see the outline of her private parts because the pants are so tight. Mm -hmm. They call that camel toe for some reason. Yes. Evidently, it's a big trend in Japan in that women are wearing fake camel toes. Why? I'll show you this photo. They're putting on this apparatus over their underwear. Then they put their pants on. What are we doing? So it looks like they have a larger camel toe. It's all the rage in Japan. So this is attractive, I guess? This is very attractive in Japan. So it's like vagina cleavage? Uh, Yes, very similar to that, Jerry. It's a big trend in Japan. In fact, a company started uh, selling these and called them... Of course they did. They called them party pants. Party pants. Party pants. Here's the problem with that. Mm -hmm. Let's say you take the girl home. Yes. And things escalate, and clearly you have realized she has showered in the last few hours. And this is something you're interested in, this, uh, what you see through the tight pants. Right. And then that comes off. Right. Then what? 
Well, it's kind of like the girl who stuffs her bra or the guy who would stuff his pants. Right. Like put a sock in his What jeans. are you doing? Right. Eventually, we're, the other person's going to find out. And then what? And You've then what do you to do? you them the whole time, and, and it doesn't make any sense. And then you have to admit that you bought a fake camel toe underpants. <laughs> right, because that's not weird. Somewhere. <laughs> Where do you get this stuff from? Well, uh, Japan. No, no, I get most things are made. A lot of things are made in Japan and in I China wonder, and like, Vietnam. I know that, but what website do you get do, that from? Do you think uh, Amazon Prime has this? Yes, I could get a uh, one-day delivery. I'll, I will. I would try and use the computer. Oh, your computer's broke. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, my guess would be you can. I think you can get anything on Amazon. Okay. So you're gonna try or? Uh, I will search for that later. Uh, here's another story, Jerry. Uh, couples who choose Mexico. As their first vacation spot together. Okay. So your first time you're going away with your significant other. All right. Those who choose Mexico have a more likelihood of breaking up. Why? They just, um, there's no real reason for this, Jerry. So that's just. They've just done studies. That's just an ironic stat, basically. Yes. They say if you want to uh, have a longer lasting relationship, those couples who went to places like Italy and Spain were more likely to stay together. More cultured? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. So just plan huh. your vacations Mexico's accordingly. Mexico's got culture. I don't, I don't understand that. Now, for me, it was mm-hmm. not the first place me and my wife went to, so I don't care either way. Where did you go? The first trip we went on together was... It's a great question. I would say probably Miami, I would say. Miami. Which would have been in 1992. Long time ago. Must have been hopping in 92. Maybe 1993. Did you see any fake camel toes down there? Did not, no. Well, that's because... A lot of fake breasts on the beach. Yes. No, no fake camel toes, though. Lots of fake breasts on the beach in Miami in the 90s. Yes. Well, and even in the 2017s. That's still a thing. That is still a thing. I I believe that is still... I actually think it's become even more popular. That there is more fake breasts. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um... I always have a story from Florida that I like to share. All right. This comes to us from Jacksonville, Florida. A man by the name of Josh Fletcher, 34 years old. He's being booked uh, for an incident early Sunday uh, where they found he was trying to smuggle antidepressant pills, Xanax, into a county jail there. Smuggle them into the jail? Trying to smuggle them into the jail, I guess, to get them to... uh, Friends of his in the jail. Interesting. Okay. Uh, he was not in jail, but because of this, now he's going to go to jail. jail. So he was uh, smuggling 54 pills. What a moron. Which they did find, um, they found on his body, Jerry. I will tell you, where'd they find them? Well. In his butt? Yes. I figured. A lot of things going on down there right now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're his friend, mm-hmm. and that's where the pills are. Yeah. How the hell do you take that pill? I don't know. I guess he put them in some sort of plastic. Oh, okay. So if I put something in plastic and shove it in my butt and then ask you to eat it, will you? I would not know. Okay, I didn't think I would so. Pass on that one. <laughs> but in prison, you get desperate. I guess so, but it's a county jail. They're not at Rikers. <laughs> That's true. Like you're probably getting out soon. Right. The guy probably was caught speeding for the third time and has spent four days in prison. All right, deal with it. And then you get out on Thursday. Quick, get me my Xanax and put them in your butt. I do know when I worked overnights at a supermarket a long time ago, when I had kidney stones, I was given Demerol and I was given Percocet. And there, I had three, maybe even four guys that were offering to give me about $30 a pill. You want to talk about how you can get roped up into selling drugs fast? I remember saying, well, how much? What? I'm like, I've got 
30 pills of each sitting here. How much can I get? Now, I was in so much pain, there was no way I was giving up any of it. And I didn't. But I remember, and to this day, I've always thought, my God, if you do that once and you see all the money you can get quickly, you can see how you get, I don't want to yes. say greedy, you get used to it. And how, and you really think, what am I really doing? I'm helping the guy. Right. And he can get out of control quickly. About a year and a half ago, I had a hernia surgery and I got a bunch of Percocets they gave me. And then I, when I got the Percocets home, I think I took two total. Yep. Because they told me it would also constipate you. And then if you, you have, have a hernia. Problems. only going once a week. Right. And if you have a hernia, it hurts to go to the bathroom. So I was like, I ain't taking those. But a couple of weeks ago, I was cleaning out my closet and I saw this bottle of Percocet, which I ended up throwing in the garbage. But I did think about it when I was throwing in the garbage. Like, I remember people were like, people immediately, as soon as they know you've, you've had some sort of surgery, immediately ask, did you get Percocet? I know. Or Demerol. addicted to it. It's really awful stuff. That's why they tell you, only take it as needed when, you know, you have surgery or something like right. that. Right. Only take it when needed. Terrible. I got to go. We got another quick one or what uh, do you got? No. We'll save these, Jerry. Save these. We Quality got tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday. Uh, oh, Thursday. Thursday. You have, I can't even look at that picture of the camel. <laughs> you have a great day. You too, Jerry. Uh, the warm-up is coming up next right after Al says goodbye. So, it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, coming up with Boomer and Carton, top of the hour. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. So last night, big news in the NBA. It has nothing to do with the Knicks. Uh, but instead, you had the Golden State Warriors playing in Washington last night. And Kevin Durant suffered an injury and early, 90 seconds into the game uh, as they're playing the Wizards. Not sure of the severity. I've seen everything from he's going to miss a couple of days to it could be weeks, maybe months. Who knows? We'll see what it is. Literally, Zaza Pachulia was pushed into him and his knee kind of buckled a little bit and he kind of limped off the floor. So big news for the Warriors. That having been said, they're still pretty darn good, uh, as we know. Part of this game, though, was Golden State coming back from 19 down, and they had a chance to take the lead. Matter of fact, Steph Curry had a three late, and then Markeith Morris got the rebound because he missed, and then goes and hits two big free throws that kind of, I don't say iced the game, but pretty much put the game away. Uh, and after the game, he was asked about kind of being calm in that situation and putting those free throws through and ending the game, and he had a, a solution and an answer for that. I don't want to jinx myself. No, but my, my wife tell me all the time I got big nuts, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my nuts on the line. Well, his nuts were on the line last night, and he came through with flying colors. Now, in that situation, legit question, is nuts like onions? Like, you know, when uh, the announcer goes, onions, is nuts the same thing in that situation? You got all that, Eddie? Is yeah, onions yeah. basketballs? Yeah. Like, you remember I wondered if onions was basketballs? And it Is onions out, basketballs? Like you got stones. And it turned out onions was having the guts to take Correct. the shot. Is that sure what this what means? means? Yes, of course it is. So nuts equals onions. Right. Equals basketballs? Sure, let's go with that, Al. <laughs> These nuts... And who is this now who has uh, Markeith Morris. onions, nuts? <laughs> You're such an idiot. He was terrific, yes. <laughs> yes, he was. So he said his wife says that about him. Yeah, and his, the clip uh, we just played. Yeah. Oh, you played that already. Yeah, yeah. And his ability to uh, shoot in those situations. Yeah, big nuts. Yeah. Uh, be calm in that situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would not have big nuts or onions in that situation. You'd go up there and you would no. wilt like a flower in the rain. <laughs> I'd be looking to pass. If I was an NBA player, you'd you go, that guy's a pass. great passer. No, 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 no. He got a rebound. He got fouled. There's
There's nothing you can oh, do about it. Oh, you can't pass in that you situation. You have to be a guy, and you got to go up there and you knock down the foul shots oh. and win the game, and that's what he did. I couldn't say, uh, Jerry's so, going to sub in for me here and hit these freeze. Would you be like the softball pitcher you are, and it just would get in your yes. head? Like you, wouldn't, you don't think you'd be capable in a big spot going up there and knocking down the free throw. Yeah, especially all those people in the stands right behind the basket waving those things. No shot. Hey, Craig went in St. John's last year, and he made 10 out of 10. from the, Or 9 out of 10, I think, from the free throw line. He did. So 9 out of 10 or 10. I think it was 9 out of 10. And he put a lot of money money on the line and had people, you know, doing it with him as well. So he has the stones. You do not. The onions, if you will, Jerry. Whatever you want to call them. That's fine. Oh. Um, you know this new stadium up there in Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. It's where yeah. the Vikings play. Beautiful-looking stadium, yes. Beautiful stadium. Beautiful. The problem is, though, Jerry, it's it's made of glass. Who's that a problem for? Why is that a problem? It, well, it's a problem for birds, and it turns out that stadium is killing a record number of birds. With thousands? Uh, well, it will be uh, in 11, they did a study, in 11 weeks, 60 birds were dead. That's a record number? Yes, because in a three-year period, it would be 500 dead birds. The previous record for a Minnesota building is 250 dead birds. How about this? They stopped flying into the building. Well, here's the problem. The birds think uh-huh. they see the reflection oh. on the glass of a nice blue sky, and they think, I'm going to fly into the blue sky. They hit the glass. <laughs> or they see the reflection of a tree, and they <laughs> go, there's a, there's a branch. I'm going to go land on that branch. And then they well, smash into it. Let me ask you this. Why is this not a problem in New York with all the glass buildings we have? Oh, great question, Jerry, because the Jacob Javits Center here in New York had a similar problem. Birds thought they were going, uh, you know, into the blue sky and they were going into the convention center. <laughs> not funny. So they changed out all the glass there. Did they really? To make it like pattern, patterned glass so it didn't look like uh, blue sky. Right. 90% less birds getting killed over there at the Javits Center. So that's what the Audubon Society, they love birds. Yes. They would like to happen in Minnesota. And you have a bird, right? You got the uh, the parrot? I don't have a bird. I was going to get a bird, but I, I don't want to live you. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be crazy bird guy. Right. Now, we had a cockatiel when we were so do we. Uh, of uh, kids. Yep. Well, I was kids. My parents were, in fact, still parents. And we would let the cockatiel out. In the, we kept him in the dining room. And our dining room and living room was connected, and our living room had a big, what do we call that, a plate glass window. And it kept flying in and died. It didn't die. <laughs> Down. But it just kept flying right into the glass. <laughs> that was the noise the bird would make when it also saw itself in a mirror. That's me doing my the impression of my cockatiel. He would put his nose, his beak, right up against the uh, the mirror. Yeah. And thought he was, I guess, talking sweet love to another cockatiel, but it was him. What would it sound like? Well, exactly what Eddie was just playing. Oh, that was the Yeah, he would make that noise. But he would fly right into the window and then fall. But never died. Never died. So why are these birds dying? Because they're probably going at high rates my, of speed. Yeah, high rates of speed. My bird only had the length of the dining room right. and the living room to mm. get to the glass and hit it. These birds have all of you know, many all of downtown Minneapolis that they're just humming along and they're like continued blue skies. Is, Let me go there. Is this Bam. why we have the term bird brain? Perhaps stupid. <laughs> so see. I'm with the Audubon Society. Let's get let's put some designs on those windows 
so that the birds are not dying. Especially you're in the middle of a game and you're hearing doosh, Can we doosh. get James Brown to do the interview? Yeah. What about the birds? What about the birds? <laughs> what about the birds? That's not funny, of course. Yes, they want to eliminate that, and I'm with them. Of course you're with them. You're also with Craig with these full-time referees in the NFL, right? Here I we am. Go again. And that has come back up again. They want to eventually have just all full-time referees. Why? It doesn't make sense. Because they it think they'll be doesn't. better. But how much better can they be? Like, do you understand they how be good they are? And without replay, you'd still think they were pretty damn good aside from the one big mistake. Replay has killed them in terms of their success rate. They really have because we get to sit there and watch in extra slow motion. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the guy's knee grazes a blade of grass. How did he not see that? <laughs> and they let the play go on. I mean, th- think about how silly it is. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I wish everybody that thinks that the refs suck could just once – get on the field in real speed, in real time, and see it for themselves and understand how difficult it actually is. And making them full-time is not going to help. See, I thought the refs wanted to be full-time. But I, in in the things I was reading today, it turns out the refs don't want to be full-time. Yeah, because it's not going to help them see any better. Because this is their fear. They'll have to choose between their current job, right. which is like doctor, lawyer, candlestick maker, whatever they do for a living, or... Doctor, and a, lawyer, candlestick maker, that's whatever what you they come do. Up I don't judge what people right. do for a living. Okay. Or NFL referee. And their fear is they're going to blow a call or two. They're going to say, oh, I'm going to quit my candlestick maker job and I'm going to be a full time ref. Then they're going to get that job and then have a bad game in the NFL go, yeah, we don't need you well, anymore. Well, it's possible. I mean, they're referees. They can go find other work. But you're right. If they give up the other career, that could be a problem for them. I just think we, we simplify it too much and we make. Just like, and listen, this is what we do for a living. I understand, but it's almost like guy strikes out in a big spot. He sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, get God rid forbid, of him. You go up there and try and hit a ninety-three mile an hour slider from Syndergaard. It's not easy. I'm not a professional. I understand you're not, and you could say we're not really professionals here either. But we get paid to do it. The point is, the stuff's not easy to do, and these guys are better than we make them out to be. And I don't think full time officials will have any bearing on the calls being right. Do you think? And I'm going to take a break. Any idea what percentage of calls they get right? 93. High 90s. High 90s. The problem is when they make the one mistake, it gets highlighted and amplified, and we replay it over and over and over again. And it really is. It's it's unfair. I heard some of the referees are <laughs> are walking into the glass at the Minnesota State. We'll take a timeout. Boomer and Carl come out is nuts like onions? Nuts Stupid. equals onions. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. It is just quickly, if you're just getting up, the Jets didn't inform Darrell Revis. He will be released. Jamal Charles cut by the Chiefs. Vikings declining their option on Adrian Peterson. Wizards beat the Warriors last night 112-108. The story is Kevin Durant left the game. Hyper-extended knee. He will be evaluated. Could be worse. We'll find out. I don't know if you saw this, Al, or not but I found a uh, a new stadium food item that you might what? like. And I figured since these guys, Boomer and Greg, are in the room now, kind of cool, actually, uh, although it's a little bit much. How about this? This is at the Surprise Stadium, the spring home of the Rangers and the Royals, who both play there. It's called the Triple Play Dog. It is a hot dog wrapped in a hamburger, wrapped in bacon with cheese, tomatoes, onions, spicy mayo. Now, here's the best part. How much do you think it costs? Twelve ninety five. It's only eight dollars. How many well, calories? They're not making enough money then. How many calories? Well, sixteen hundred. That sounds disgusting. Only eight ninety. 
Yeah, but you could feed three people with this. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you that don't is, share a hot dog. That, 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 that's also an why artery. That's an also an, what they call an artery buster. You don't, you don't share that. That's not a sharing food. Yeah, well, why not? Because you because you have the hot dog. You take you have the, the hamburger. hamburger you want your fingers that's, all yeah. over it. Come on, that's a handheld Stop. item. You don't share that. Come How do you wrap on. a hot dog in a hamburger? I have no idea. But that's uh, is that like the bun? Slap it in some meat. You take what the product they do is they take the ground beef. And they uh, they make it like a log. Like a taco? Like a log. A and log of beef? they pull out the log, and they put the hot dog inside it. Oh, I see. And then, and then they wrap it. it in bacon. And then you bake it. Oh, put the cheese God. on it. How you doing? And it's that only 890. bathroom just thinking about it. Only 890 calories. So maybe, yeah, let's have one. Maybe it's only four inches long. I'm, I'm thinking Boomer and Carton Kitchen. I'm thinking they just saved that, and we'll hear it again later this morning. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Here comes the show on the fan now.